If you're feeling more like roommates than soulmates, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. You long for a deep, fierce love, the stuff of legends. But overwhelm, fear, and doubt keep holding you back. But this is your life and your marriage. This is the legacy you will be remembered for. So we are on a mission to inspire and challenge you to live the adventure of a legendary marriage. We're your co-hosts, Danielle and Justin Williams, and this is the podcast for couples who refuse to settle for an ordinary marriage. That's right. And we know what it's like to want a great marriage, but not be quite sure where to go for help. So each week, we're bringing you inspiration, encouragement, practical ideas and advice, and of course, a challenge that will help you build more intimacy and connection in your marriage. Of course. And we'll have a whole lot of fun and laughs along the way. Ah, 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 ah. Maybe not maniacal laughs. You've got a better maniacal laugh than me. (laughs) That was terrible. Anyway, so, (laughs) hey, out there in radio land, you may be wondering where we've been the last few weeks. Or you may not. Well, either way, we're going to tell you. (laughs) So we wrapped up production on season, what we call season one of the show, and got to the whiteboard and started mapping out what we wanted to do and where we wanted to go with the podcast and with Legendary Marriage as a whole. And so we've been working hard, um, making some improvements. The biggest thing you're going to notice here on this show is some tweaks to the intro you may have noticed. Mm -hmm. Um, But the big, big thing is we're going to be doing a ton of interviews from now on. Awesome people and good stuff. And you know what, honey? Uh, we have been doing a lot of hard work, but it's summer and we have been doing a lot of laying at the pool too. Sure. <laughs> sure. Our girls are obsessed with the pool now that it's summertime. There oh, yes. is no stopping them. They wake up in the morning and it's time to go to the pool. Well, Allie covertly puts her swimsuit on under every outfit that she has. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If there, if there's... Like it'll be, we're eating breakfast mm-hmm. and we're going to go to church and, you know, so on and so forth. She mysteriously and she, and she'll say disappears. Something, she'll say something like, so you think we might go to the pool later? I'm like, uh, huh? yeah, maybe. Okay. Uh, I'll be back in a minute. And you, and you come back and you can see the bathing suit on underneath <laughs> her shirt. And you're like, at well, some point, maybe we might. She, she thinks that maybe we might stop on the way back from church and whew. She'll be ready. Yeah. She'll be ready. Well, uh, yeah. So it's summertime and school's out and that's full of challenges and, and fun. Um, I want to take just a minute to, to tell you all about some of the other stuff that we've, we've got coming up. Oh, yeah. We're retooling Legendary Marriage Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, registration is closed right now. But um, if you're interested, drop us a note or you can go to the site and jump on the wait list. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've got some big things in store over there for, for Academy. Yeah. Some we've really had, cool stuff. We've had the couples in there having some awesome conversations yeah. about... Um, it's really cool because they have some of these conversations that they've never had before in like, you mm-hmm. know, 10 or 15 years of marriage about like, 
about sex, about money, yeah. about, and it just builds connection and intimacy. And it's so cool because a lot of times it's so funny. Like you get it, you get married for so many years and you feel like you kind of run out of conversations to have, or mm-hmm. you feel like you're like, what am I still saying to this person? Oh, let's talk about the kids. Let's talk about bills. Let's talk about whatever. Or, or you don't realize how many unclear um, agreements you have. Mm. Like, oh, we just assume this. And a big part of what we do each month is help people look at one area and and uh, get really clear about what they're expecting, wanting, desiring, and hoping for, and how to go after that together. Yeah, it's really cool to be able to get on the same page about a certain subject, like money or sex mm-hmm. or career or what have you. Yeah, and it does it does so it does so much beyond just the the goals and aspirations and things. But that's, so there's lots of change happening there. And then this fall, Mm -hmm. we are looking at launching our intensive retreat called Legendary Marriage Intensive. Of course, Justin's looking at places up in the mountains because Justin's a mountain man. Oh, yes. At heart. Yes. So this will be an intimate gathering of three to four couples and us in a beautiful home probably someplace up in the mountains and it will be a time for a, a, just a deep dive into some of the things that we talk about uh, on the podcast and in Academy, but a really deep dive into bringing some healing and restoration to your marriage, casting a vision for, for the kind of life together you want to have and doing uh, what we call a marriage, uh, marriage ma- uh, mission Mm-hmm. and getting really clear about how to actually go back home and live that out in a way that that is, well, legendary. No. So it's going to be epic. If you have any questions, drop us a line. Yeah, and speaking of epic, um, I just want to take a moment to say um, it's summer. It's adventure time. And so we have a little freebie for you. So jump on our website and uh, get a little freebie we call the Family Adventure Guide. It takes the, um, you know, the crazy whining and complaining and... Hangry nightmare. Into an epic family adventure. Yeah. So um, we give you some fun little tips on there on how to make it fun for the whole family. So jump on our website, legendarymarriage.com slash adventure, and we'll put that in the show notes so you can get a little freebie on that. Absolutely. So real quick, before we dive into the big piece of the show today, uh, we wanted to do uh, a little bit, and it's called Five Signs That You Aren't the Perfect Spouse. And... And number five... (laughs) is you have strong opinions about how the toothpaste should be squeezed. Now, this should not even be on here because it's so cheesy, but you really should just go for it. There's no need to like do it, like squeeze it up. My, yeah, just squeeze it until it gets... Just grab it and mash it like a banana in the hand of of an atomic-fueled rage monster. That's, that's Danielle's. That's basically how that's I Danielle's. do it. <laughs> it's like she's trying to choke the life out of it. She grabs the toothpaste like she's like she's pissed at it. Yeah, yeah, that's how I do it. Um, number four, you get 
hangry. I'm glad you're the one that said that because you are the person that is the <laughs> gets the hangriest of all. Hey, even our, that's why I had a snack bar before we started the show. Yes, because you don't want hangry Justin on the podcast. The girls even know when Justin gets hangry. They're like, Dad, you need to have a snack. And they're three and five. So better tune into that, honey. Mm-hmm. All right. The next one is you are not the perfect spouse if you wake up cranky. Um, I don't think I usually wake up cranky. You don't wake up with a song in your heart, honey. No, <laughs> neither oh. one of us really do. Speaking of that, how oh, sweet yeah, is that? Yesterday, um, Allie comes in our room, get, has the music going, and it's rise and shine and give God the glory, glory. Oh my gosh, it's so cute, and we're like. Son of a... Oh, wait. That's what we would... I would take... We have the little portable Alexa speaker. Yeah, the little speaker. And so I'll, I'll say, play Rise and Shine, and then I'll turn it up to a medium volume and then go in and put it in her room on a school morning. Yeah, to, to wake to her, get her up in to the wake morning. Up. And so she started doing that to us. Yeah, that's pretty cute. So number two in the top five reasons you are not the perfect spouse. You wear your ratty old underwear to bed. Yeah. Yeah. We both do this. Ridiculous. Mm, I feel like it's mostly you. I uh, yeah, no. I no. usually wear your old T-shirts. Yeah, I mean, I'm <laughs> I, like, I, I'm talking about like a pair of boxers or a pair of underwear. Mm-hmm. Like we we both do this. Like, hey, you want to have some lovin's lovin' time? And you're wearing like Beavis and Butthead boxer <laughs> shorts or something. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and the number one sign that you know you aren't the perfect spouse, you're breathing. You're breathing. In and out. Over Why and do you have to breathe so much? <laughs> I do get annoyed of you breathing so much all the time. You, everything annoys you. But I love that. Was that a good save? Mm, okay, moving right along. I don't feel like that's fully authentic. So today on the show, we're talking about trusting God with your marriage. And we had the privilege, Danielle got to sa- sit with a good friend named Anna Johnson. And we've known each other for years. We used to be on the church staff together. And it was kind of funny when we first met. Um, she's just like a ball of Holy Spirit filled wonderfulness. And I'm usually a little bit more chill. And so it was kind of funny. Believe we it or like, not. Yeah, I'm the chill one. What the heck? Um, we were kind of an odd couple to begin with, but um, she's one of my nearest and dearest, and I love her so much. But she is steadfast. She's on fire. She never gives up on anything, um, uh, especially her husband, Ryan, and her family. She's so steadfast and always just trusting God with all of it. So... Without further ado, let's dive into this interview with Ms. Anna Johnson. So we are joined here by Ms. Anna Johnson, one of my um, very closest friends and an awesome woman with um, also a legendary marriage. How long have you and Ryan been married? 10 years this year. November will be 10 years. Oh my gosh. I know. That's that's uh that's a feat, man. That is I know, I know. <laughs> it is. It's like it's crazy. Ten years. It's really awesome. 
So I just want to think, I, I love to hear the stories about how people meet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, truthfully, I kind of know some of the story, but yeah. could you share some of that story about how you guys met? It's such a fun story. I know. I love our story. I think everybody probably says that, but like our story is like really cool. <laughs> In my opinion. It is. It is. So, yeah, it's fun. So I, um, I used to do announcements at our church from the stage, you know, before the service. And even before that, that morning, we were in church and there was singing. And I looked over and this guy's like really, truly worshiping God. And he was super hot. And I'm like, well, he's married. Like, <laughs> that's fun, you know? And so then I get out to do an announcement and he's like Mr. Active Listener. And he just was so good looking. I truly forgot what I was going to say. And I was like, <laughs> turn to the other and talk, 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 talk. Okay. So there's that. Well, then I never see him again. Never see him again. But I was like, who was that guy? And this was the time of my space. And, oh, my space. Yeah. And this guy emailed me and he's like, hey, are you on staff at such and such church? Long story short, we start emailing and I just thought he wanted to get plugged in at the church. But then our email started getting really personal. Again, I think he's like sharing with me as a staff member of a church. Right, right. Yeah. In all these emails, I'm like, I'm kind of falling for this guy. I've not met him, like nothing, any of that. So months, months later, he finally is like, hey, it's going to be weird when it's turn and greet your neighbor. And that's when we meet. Like, that's going to be weird. How about we grab coffee? I was like, okay. So long story short, I go, I'm waiting for him to get there. And when he walked up, I realized he was the same guy. Like that whole time, the whole time, never knew, never realized it was him. (laughs) And uh, anyway, that's our story. And so we met and married in a year, I think almost to the day. Oh my gosh. Like from his first. So you guys have a love at first sight story for real. We honestly, we kind of do, except that I was a total disaster when we dated because I had so much fear about marriage. So it may have been love at first sight, but I was a complete nightmare, nightmare to date, like truly a nightmare. Did he ever share with you, like when you were up there doing announcements, was he like, oh, she's the woman of my dreams? Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. For sure. Like he saw me and then he started asking me around and then he, I'm totally outing him on your show, but it's okay. he created the MySpace page to find me, like <laughs> totally did. And he even like added friends and put quotes on there. <laughs> he was so right to do that. Because so he had like a background, like a whole story, even yeah. though he just joined the day before. <laughs> <laughs> I think I didn't notice that. All I saw was the quotes he put on there. I was like, this guy's legit. <laughs> <laughs> I like girls that are brunettes, that are petite, that do announcements. Yeah. You know, those are my kind of people. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, that's how we met. And then he treated me like a friend for months and I was like, oh, I want to no. be your friend. Ryan. Anyway, but it was whatever. It was a whole big story, but it was right. He knew what he was doing. He totally knew. It, it worked out. Yeah. So what have been um, some of the high points in your marriage so far? Yeah, you know what's so fun? This, like, I'll totally will cry about it. This is the high point of our marriage. Um, nine and a half years in, we've gone through so many different things, and we are in, we're in it right now, which is just absolutely amazing. Yeah, what does that look like for y'all? Uh, it looks like freedom. Mm. It looks like both of us truly living and who, being who we are and finding that, like, when I pursued freedom for myself, um, not like no more like fear of rejection no more fear of abandonment, like truly just leaning into who I am. And he was on his own journey doing the same thing. 
and where we are now, it's incredible. Like we talk all the time now. Um, we just want to be together. It's beautiful. And it's, yeah, we're in love, but it's more than that. Like our intimacy is, um, it's incredible. Like yeah, he, that's so interesting yeah. that you said, you know, leading up to the best point was like, it wasn't like a great vacation for the two of you or something like that. It was you on your own, him on him, his, his own, working yeah. on himself, you working yeah. on yourself, and then you were able to come back together. Yeah. How did you kind of figure out that strategy? Because for some people, they might think like, oh, no, we just need to spend more time together or something. Yeah, for sure. So we always have loved each other deeply. Like for sure, love has never been an issue as far as like, I really, really love this man. And you know, you go ups and downs in your marriage and things like that. But, um, but trying to think of what's right to say right now about how we got where we are. Um, we both came to personal places of complete desperation Mm. that if I don't make a change, I will die. Right. This cannot continue this way. The way that I'm living, the way that you are living, the way that we are living, like it can't, it just absolutely can't continue. And so, um, we had done some counseling and some work and they always said, literally draw a circle around yourself and focus what's on inside of the circle. That's it. You can only focus on the inside of the circle. And that's what I did. Like there was literally nothing else I could do. It wasn't like we sat down and talked. We did not sit around. No, we did not sit down and talk about this. It was a total desperation move of God, you have to tell me what to do. You have to tell me what to do or we're not going to make it. Like, I don't know what to do. And, um, and that was for me personally. And that was just, we were in a rough, rough spot, rough spot within our family. And, And so I did that and he was doing that. And I was going to say never the twain shall meet, but it's like the complete opposite is what happened. You know, Um, me just leaning in and being desperate and also real, like for me personally, um, I had kind of started like letting life live me. So, you know, we're in a season of young kids, right? So we have a two-year-old and a five-year-old. Josiah had a really rough, birth story. We've moved a lot. Ryan travels a lot, like all this kind of stuff. And I honestly had just started like existing. I wasn't living, like I wasn't choosing. So, um, when I began to choose everything changed around me. Mm. Yeah. And you had mentioned that y'all did some counseling. Mm -hmm. Um, what was, um, I know a lot of people have a problem like stepping into that counselor's office because there's a stigma around it or, you know, the one person wants to go and the other person doesn't want to go. How did that decision go for you to say, okay, we're going to do counseling? Yeah. You know what? We, I I use the word counseling. We did um, um, a marriage Bible study. So it was small group driven like what you guys are doing. Yeah. And um, that was three years ago. So that's the example I gave us from like three or four years ago, probably four years ago now. But this most recent time when we worked through all of this major breakthrough stuff, um, we didn't count, go to counseling together. It was us doing our own work separately. We never did work together because oh. that didn't work for us. It didn't work for us. We pursued getting healthy we just, it, it wasn't like an intentional choice of like, mm-hmm. I don't think I can do counseling. It wasn't like that. It was, again, we were just pursuing health. Yeah. Uh, and that's, we both did that. So do you have like, it sounds like y'all recently 
have gone through a low point in your marriage in the last couple of years. Is there any advice that you would give to the people listening to the podcast that may be going through a low time or they're just not feel like you said, you're kind of living your own lives. He's yeah. traveling a lot. You're home with the kids. You know, you're just not feeling like you're together. You're not feeling that oneness. What, yeah. um, you know, what would you uh, tell the people that are kind of feeling in a low spot right now? Yeah. Um, I think 100% that you have to hold on to hope. You have to hold on to hope because um, I don't know like what everybody's beliefs are, but I believe that God completely holds the key to all of it, our marriage, like all of everything. And um, I knew that, I mean, this is going to sound terrible. Okay. So this is whatever it is, what it is. Right. Um, we like to be real on this show. Yeah. Thanks, okay. Good. I think the thing that was so hard was I had stopped belief. I just had forgotten, not even an intent. It wasn't even an intentional stop stopping of belief, but I had forgotten that God was fighting for Ryan just as hard as he was fighting for me. Mm. So I knew that me and God were in it. God was telling me what to do. Where do we go? Like, ah, you know, I'm like on my face, guttural scream type stuff. And um, I knew God was close to me, but I truly was not mindful of the fact that God will never let Ryan go ever. And I, I could like, there's nothing I could do to control him, but I don't have to do anything because God, God is doing it. God is doing the work. He will never give up. He will never give up on marriage. He will never give up on my spouse. He will never give up on me. And when I began to lean into that, like stepped into not feeling like I had to control it or I had to try so hard. Right. I didn't. All I really truly needed to do was trust that God was at work. God right. had not let go. And so I could, but I couldn't let go until I like came to my dad gun senses, you know? Yeah. I don't know if that's helpful or makes sense, but. I love that also that you were trusting that Ryan was doing his part too. Like mm-hmm. he was working on himself and, you know, he wasn't just at a, bar somewhere watching sports or something like he was he was doing his work too and so you just know that he's getting worked on too yeah that's true but I think I think it it's not always that way you know like even if that were the case even if even if Mm -hmm. God is still pursuing him God still isn't done and so all I can do is truly pursue what's right for me that literally is all that I can do and I have to let go of the other person. I just have to let go of them and trust God. And when, when I wasn't, when I wasn't truly leaning into, um, that, that the Lord is in control and that he's fighting for us as people and he's fighting for our marriage. I was a complete hysterical mess. Mess. Um, so I don't, I don't want to have the picture of that. We're both fighting. Yeah. Eventually were. Yeah. But that wasn't always the case. And sure. so I didn't want people to have the hope that, Hey, even if it's just you, even if it's just you lining up with the Lord, even if it's just right. you, it doesn't matter what he's doing. You have to lean into trusting that God absolutely will pull them out of the trenches. He will. He absolutely mm-hmm. will. Otherwise you won't, I don't know that you can go on. I don't know how you would. I love, I love, thank you so much for sharing that because I feel like, yeah, it's easy to lose hope. Uh-huh. And um, think that, 
you've got to do it on your own or you've got to say the right thing or you've got to do the right thing or get in the right class or talk to the right counselor or something. And mm-hmm. it's like, if you can let go and trust, man, whoo. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Oh, so here's my question. What is your dream for your marriage right now? What are you, what are you envisioning in the future? I'm envisioning world travel for Ryan and I, and very soon. Um, my dream, um, so yeah, I mean, he doesn't necessarily know this, so this is a super fun thing, but um, I just recently started with a company called Arbon, and the income is limitless, literally. So my dream is that within five years, um, he can retire and just do what he wants to do. Um, literally. And he's not an old man. No, we're young. (laughs) He's like, he's 40. What? I'm like, he just turned 40. Um, but no, that like he would get to do that. And I still work part-time. My whole thing that I do is part-time and, um, he, he's a very passionate guy. Like he loves people. He loves the homeless. Like I just want him to like live the life he wants to live. And so Mm. my dream and my excitement is that we are moving in that direction and in, in, in a direction of living even more physically, missionally. We've always been mindful, like praying and sending money and things like that. But to step into the physical side of going and helping and doing and all of that and getting to do it together, like that, I'm, my blood is like pumping big time. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Whoo. That is, that is amazing. And you, like you said, he's got, he's got kind of a high stress job right now. He travels a lot. And so that would be a huge, huge shift for him for sure. Yeah. It would. He's traveling a hundred percent literally right now. Man, how, how is it to deal with that? I'm sure some of our listeners are dealing with things like that with maybe husband and wife working on a different shift or they're gone a lot. Um, what, how do you make that work? Yeah, I think it's something that I know for a fact that's different now, like now that we're in the spot we're in, is I now give him the benefit of the doubt that he, he wants to talk to us. He wants to be with us. And if, if I don't hear from him, there's nothing wrong. It literally is like, he's there because he has to work. Right. And so it's, it, it has been a change in my mentality that has changed our travel. Like when he's on the road, it's just the confidence that like, Oh, he's crazy about us. Um, and when he comes home, we're going to savor every single second and he's only gone for a few days and then we'll do it again, you know? Yeah. So it's accepting the reality, but then also believing the absolute best in him and praying for him and being for him and talking to the kids about daddy's working hard for us. And let's thank him that we can have ice cream, you know? <laughs> so yeah, just incorporating him into our daily life, even if he's not with us. Oh, that's a, that's a great word right there. I love that. The incorporating in, you know, even if your husband's not working a lot or wife's not working, you know, like miles and miles away, maybe, you know, they're just gone from nine to five, still incorporating them into your day to day. That's awesome. I love that advice. Um, here's my, here's another question here. What, um, what are you lit up about right now? I mean, I look at you pretty much every day and I think, man, she's on fire. <laughs> and you know what? To, to our listeners, Anna and I actually met when we were on staff at a church together. And I'm usually a pretty, well, maybe not all the time, but pretty low key, even keel kind of person. And Anna's one of these types of people that walks <laughs> in the door and just blows the socks off the joint. And I'm like, whoa, what is going on with that woman? Uh-huh. And um, 
So what's got you fired up right now? Um, I really, think, I know there's something. Yeah. Well, it's ever, I mean, honestly, I feel, I feel, um, I'm going to cry definitely, but I feel fired up about life in general. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just so glad for where we are. It was so hard fought and the Lord will never disappoint. So I talk about holding on to hope. Like, I feel like I've stepped into our reality of hope and it's only getting bigger and it's only getting brighter and it's only getting better. And only more of my crap is falling off and hopefully more of God is coming through. And so, yeah, I mean, like specifically, we started homeschooling our daughter. I never thought I would do something like that. Like pretty much my life is marked by things I said I would never do. Period. <laughs> like that's it. And, and you know that. And you know God's up there laughing. Huh, yeah, huh. I know. The past year, you never like, do it. Oh my gosh, totally. Like I would never homeschool. We homeschool. We love it. I love being with my family all day, every day. It's incredible. I said I would never do, never hear me, never do like a network marketing thing. And here I am doing Arbonne, but like, this, the vehicle, it's incredible. Like my lifelong dream, literally since second grade was to fund an orphanage in Africa. I've never known how that would happen. That was one of the things I'd let go of when I talk about letting life live you. And I was like, well, maybe when the kids like 20 years, when the kids are out of college or, you know, whatever, but sure. it's like, who will I be when that happens? Like if I compromise on my dreams now, where, who will I even be? in 10 years, mm. five years, three years. And so stepping into life, stepping into what I did not expect with a clean eating challenge that I did with Arbon, with saying yes to homeschooling when there's no way I would ever choose to do something like that. It has literally been so incredibly life-giving. I cannot say enough about just saying yes to God, like especially, especially when it's outside of your box. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm fired up because my whole life is literally marked by that right now. And I'm so thankful you asked that because I didn't realize how happy I was until you just said that. So thank you. Well, you are glowing. And I would just, when you said that you started the clean eating challenges, when did you start that? About a year ago? Yeah, it was right at a year ago. And it was exactly, honestly, it was probably this time. Of, oh, I'm going to cry again. But it was this time a year ago. Um when I realized that I, I could hope and that I had to take control of myself and I had let my body go big time um, with everything we were going through. Like I said, baby born, we were moving, Ryan traveled and it was like, I just let go of myself physically. And when I stepped into the clean eating challenge, like I had no idea what taking control of my body would mean for the rest of my, my life, like the life that swirls around me because I took my control back. And for me, it started physically and I didn't start with vigorous exercise. I still don't do that. It's got space in my life for that right now. Um, it literally was around owning what I'm investing in myself so that I can do the things that I want to do. And that changed everything for me. And to our listeners, this woman does not even drink coffee in the morning. Like she just gets going on the Holy Spirit and her wooden sticks <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> Fistics and um, a smoothie, and she's this fired up. Even at what is it, almost ten o'clock at night when we're doing this interview. Um, so um, I love everything you have to say, and just um, I love the idea of hope, never losing hope in what God's doing in you, what God's doing in your spouse, and. 
I love how you're just saying yes to things that you traditionally had shut down in the past and said, I'm never going to do that. And you opened up your heart to say, okay, God, I'm just open to whatever. And even if I thought I would always say no to it, if you think I'm saying yes, I'm saying yes. Mm -hmm. So I love all that. So um, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, before we go, I know... Um, you have, you had mentioned that you're doing Arbon and this woman is amazingly successful. And so, um, how can we find you, um, on, you know, Facebook website, whatever, how can we find you to, um, love you even more? Oh, that's so awesome. Um, you can email me for sure. And my email address is three words. It's all time woot. W-O-O-T at gmail.com. So you can email me directly and um, I would love to connect with anybody about anything, whether it's Arbonne or marriage or whatever. And can I just say like one last little thing that I forgot to say? Please do. And you know, we'll include all this info in the show notes. So if you didn't get that email or any of the contact, we'll include that in the show notes. Okay. Um, I just have to say something about forgiveness really quick. Yeah. Like it's just coming up for me. Um, I don't know what you guys have been through. I don't know what you're going through now, but we have been forgiven so much. We've been forgiven so much and we've been forgiven more than we even could know. Right. Like (laughs) it always would crack me up when I would be like so mad at Ryan and he would come to me and be like, you know, I've been really upset with you. I'm like, what about like, what are you possibly upset with? Right. (laughs) I just like, you guys, forgiveness is the, literally it is the best gift that you can give to yourself. Um, if you feel yourself becoming a hardened individual, if you are angry all of the time, if you're highly irritated, there is probably a root of unforgiveness there. And that is just not what God has for you. Yeah, it's just not. And so I just want to encourage you with that of you, you can, we can let go. We can, and just ask for help if you don't know how, um, I just can't tell you how critical that's been for me. Yeah. Yeah. And a big part, a big part of your story and, um, marriage is a good, a great of two forgivers. So I'm sure Ryan is a great forgiver too. Not that you ever did anything wrong. No, never. (laughs) I mean, there was that one time, but you know, (laughs) all right, girl. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And, um, hopefully you come back again another time because we love love having you. Thanks for having me. Love you guys. Wow. What, um, some great thoughts from Anna. I wonder, like, I feel like we had so many gold nuggets in there. Yeah. (laughs) The the thing that stands out most to me is, um, so often people will say, say the whole thing of, well, just trust God, Mm -hmm. trust God with your career, your marriage, your whatever. And it's more like a platitude than anything else. Yeah. And it's, and the implication is, well, hands off. I'm, there's nothing for me to do. I'm just going to sit back and trust God that he's going to miraculously change everything. And while God does engage, and we absolutely believe in his restorative work in us, mm-hmm. trusting God with your marriage doesn't mean sitting back, sipping margaritas while you just wait for him to fix things. Yeah, it I means love, stepping in the circle I, and doing your work. Yeah, I love how she was saying... Um, they were both individually doing their work on themselves. It's like, Mm -hmm. you can only change yourself. You cannot change your spouse. You can only change yourself. And And trust me, it is a futile effort to change your spouse. (laughs) 
Have you been trying to change me? Uh, not lately. <laughs> you gave up. <laughs> I, I, may, I may be a slow learner sometimes, but I learn. No, but you do. You do the advice that we're speaking here of, and that is you do your own work. Yeah. And um, most of the time I do my own work too. And, yeah. and it works. It, it pays off. It pays dividends in your marriage for sure. And when she spoke to the fact, when I asked her about... Um, you know, you were doing your work and he was doing his and she made the point, like, even if your spouse is not doing the work, yeah, trust God with the fact that he is at work mm-hmm. and you're doing your thing. Yeah. And I just love that so much because I know I can get in a place where it's like, you feel like you have to control everything and you put a tight fist on it. And you're like, oh, but I have to make this work. I have to make him come to counseling or I have to make him come to church with me or I have to do this or that. And it's like, no, really the only person you can work on is yourself. Yeah, we we try to grip on to control in different ways and we are not in control. Yeah. (laughs) We just aren't. And the more we try, the harder it gets. Yeah, and it's interesting because Justin and I both do individually we do work he does work with men i do work with women and you really key into we talk about doing your own work yeah um in the braveheart intensive which justin leads he works with men to identify their own values and their own identity and their own mission not um just the generic mission which like that you kind of think from the Bible, well, just God just wants me to be a good person and get mm-hmm. a, win other people for Jesus. No, he created you to be a unique expression of him in this world. Right. And, you know, I, I think a marriage is only as healthy as the, the two people in it. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there's the, the work of discovering your, your values, your identity, your mission in the world and, and living that out. Mm-hmm. There's, the, there's the work of restoring your heart, mm-hmm. which is a lot of the work that I do one-on-one with clients mm-hmm. and, and also in a different way than counseling. I'm a coach, not a counselor. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a place where your marriage is struggling, it's probably in a part because there is work to be done, restoring your heart. And living out your identity. And it's interesting you say restoring your heart because it's like um, somehow in our minds we think when we get married that a lot of our issues and things will just disappear somehow. But in fact, marriage is a refining fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where you do a lot of the work on your heart. Yeah. Um, there it's, with it's your this spouse. Place, it's this place, a container where the the places where it becomes obvious mm-hmm. that work needs to be done and you have someone looking at you lovingly pointing to those places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a refining fire. And so we mentioned Braveheart Intensive and, and it, the sister program is Destiny Project, which is the equivalent in many ways. Only the female, only it's yeah. for women. And it's designed specifically for women and it's it's... It's the same yet very different. It's a it's a unique experience. And I it's so interesting when you talk about the the idea of trying to control your spouse in some sort of way and it just feels so futile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I know a lot of um 
I'll say this because I'm a woman and I can own it. Um, women get accused of being nags, <laughs> nagging their spouses, and men get accused of. Why are you looking at me right now? I... No, you don't accuse me of being a nag, but I'm just saying, like, we both um, sometimes try to control our spouses and their bad habits or something that we would just like to change. And here's my challenge for you this week. Um, if there is something where you are really, really wanting your spouse to change, like a bad habit or um, something along those lines, I always want to challenge you to, when you have a quiet moment, um, I always want you to sit down and talk to God about it and write down what it is that you are trying to control and what it is that you are going to let go of. The quote unquote, quote unquote, control. Not holding on anymore. All right. Sing it, brother. Absolutely. (laughs) So do that challenge this week in your quiet time. um, Do what Danielle said and then come join the conversation in our free community on Facebook where we're talking about this very topic this week. Mm hmm. Um, you can find this episode and the show notes at legendarymarriage.com slash 28. That's legendarymarriage.com slash 28. Mm-hmm. Uh, come join the conversation, like I said, in our free community on Facebook. It's a private group there for men and women to support, encourage, inspire, challenge, share about transforming your marriage from ordinary to legendary. You can search for the group in Facebook or just hit us up at legendarymarriage.com slash community. Have a great week. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. We're thrilled to have you with us on the adventure. This is Danielle and Justin reminding you, don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. Legendary.